you know, um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month means a lot to the country, but it really means a lot to our area. We're really fortunate in that we have seen, you know, two gigantic organizations start right here. Nancy Brinker started the Susan Komen uh, for the cure, Race for the Cure, I guess it is, uh, probably about 40 years ago. And a little over 30 years ago, Janelle, Janelle Hale and uh, her family started the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Ms. Hale joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Pleasure to be with you today. This is, I mean, it, this is a noble cause, and it is something that touches everybody, but it is something that just won't go away. I mean, you, you're a survivor, right? I'm a 42-year breast cancer survivor. So what's it's, happened in the last 42 years in breast cancer research? Well, everything, because we started out, uh, it was in 1980 when I had breast cancer. I call that the dark ages because there was no internet. I don't even know how we survived without an internet because I can't go one day without calling my IT people. But at that time, women were just on their own figuring out what they were supposed to do unless they could get to a doctor, have a good doctor. But many times that lack of knowledge that they, they had was that it created quite a bit of fear, fear of the unknown, of what they might find, fear that uh, that they won't wouldn't know the right questions to ask the doctor, and it was a very very difficult time for women. And and many times people just made up things about cancer if they didn't know. They'd say, "Oh yeah, I had I knew somebody that died one time," which wasn't very encouraging to you. <laughs> so it was really a pleasure when in 1991 when we started the foundation that the internet had come had just started out. And we were able to jump into it and and get get involved. And this was this is when we started the foundation. So it's really still a matter of I mean, your main thrust, as I see it, is sort of early education and early detection. Yes. Early detection is key, of course, with in my case, it saved my life so many years ago. It's hard to even believe it's been that many years. But education and early detection uh, the education dispels the fear, because once you know what you're dealing with, even if it's not something good, it gives you options with early detection. But we also provide services for all of those needs that women have along their journey. And it, it truly is a journey. Uh, we th- I thought when I had breast cancer that it would just be a few weeks or maybe a few months and I'd go on with my life. But here's what I realized. It is a journey. And may I tell you a story about after I came home from the hospital? Please. Three children, ages 3, 10, and 13. Oh, my gosh. My husband and I happily married. We had just built a new home in another city. Of course, you get breast cancer in one city, and you're building a home in another. It was very inconvenient, as breast cancer always is. So after I had a mastectomy, I came home from the hospital and I was doing the dishes one day and looking out the window. It was in West Texas where we had very few trees. But there was one tree outside my window. And as I looked at it, it was in the fall of the year. And there were these crumpled up leaves on the ground that had fallen from this tree. But there was one leaf left. That one leaf was just brilliant. It was red and hanging on for dear life and dancing 
and and I I thought it's dancing in the breeze. And I thought that's me. I want to. I don't want to live my life dreary and dull and, and never enjoying life, whether I have a day or a hundred days. I want to live my life. I want to dance. Well, and that's what I've been doing all these years. And providing encouragement for people. I mean, that's 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 really critical. Is there ever a point when you're going to be out of business? I mean, is 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 there a cure for cancer in the offing? Is that ever going to happen? There is no cure at this point. So what we we are always hoping for a cure, working toward it, and we are, we applaud those who are doing the research. But we realize that we have to help women right now where they are. We have to give them hope through our support services that we provide. So tell me about the, the the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Do you have offices all over the country or is it all internet based? How do you how do you operate? No, we we have our headquarters. We we do not have offices in other places, although we have consultants all over the country, but we have our headquarters in Frisco, Texas and operate there and have for years. So we have a, a wonderful staff. We have volunteers that come into our headquarters and help us with uh, different projects that we're doing. We have a great uh, board of directors and support staff. So fundraising has to be critical for any 501c3. How do you do it? Right now, uh, we, we're really happy to ask people to join us in our Hope Kits. And the Hope Kits are really special because these are for breast cancer survivors, and it, it just gives things like lip balm and lotions and things that are very uh, comforting, but also a journal and a pen, uh, some jewelry, things that make them feel good, some warm, fuzzy socks, and an encouragement note, and many other products. But we get so many women that just, they, they just cry when they receive our gifts and they can't believe that they're so beautiful. So we have volunteers that come into our headquarters for packing parties, but also corporations all over the country do packing parties from their locations. And we have individuals join us and groups also. So do you, you get a mailing list through what hospitals or doctors or something? How do you get, no. how do you get in touch? Uh, we don't have a, no, we don't do a mailing list. What we have is we work with medical facilities all across the United States. We provide grants for them for uh, women that cannot afford mammograms, and they are able to uh, fulfill them through the hospital, through their through the programs that we provide. That's outstanding. So so how effective is, is uh, uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month? I, I I certainly see a lot about it. I hear a lot about it. I, I see a lot of pink being worn. Yes, and I'm so happy about that attention is being brought to it because when I had breast cancer, there was no attention. In fact, no one talked about it. They were afraid that they were going to say the wrong thing or offend somebody or, or didn't even know what to say. But, yeah, we're, we're really happy that it's uh, very widely publicized with, with the pink. And it's important for women. I want to say that our big campaign this year is called Rise, and it's Rally and Screening Everyone. We really are wanting women to get their breast cancer screenings because what happened was uh, when we went through the pandemic, there were several months where women could not get in to see the doctors. Right. And they, they put off then once they once the, the hospitals were open, they put off going and breast cancer rates 
increased at a more advanced state because they did not get their mammograms. Now it's catching up as far as the uh, the uh, abilities to get the more people are getting them as as they did in the pre-pandemic days. But it's very 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 vital, and we ask we really ask women rise up yourself get up get up and go get your mammogram that's what i've been doing for 42 years and i'm grateful i'm alive because of early detection and we're we're glad you're doing it and this is a great month to make everybody aware of it and uh, be happy that the national breast cancer foundation is is based here in north texas and the founder janelle hale joining us today it's good to have you with us Thank you. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.